Hi, this is Dale Lear, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. This is Coco Talk the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Calore computer. It's time to drop your socks, grab your real-time clocks, and let's rock. Coco Talk is rocking the 8-bit world, keeping the Tandy flame alive. We may be mocked, but we'll never stop, because Coco Talk is rocking the 8-bit world. Welcome to Coca episode 247. Let's try that again. Episode 267. Today we will have a live report from Boat Fest 2022 with our own L. Curtis Boyle. Coca is rocking the 8 bit world, keeping the tandy flame alive. We may be mocked, but we'll never stop. Because Coca is rocking the 8 bit world. well that wasn't one of my better intros no uh just in case uh i need to do this again here this is coco talk episode Ah. 267 perfect there we go uh, let's see, uh, later on today, we will have a live report from L. Curtis Boyle, who is at BoatFest today. Uh, he's on the Zoom stream, but uh, also down in the lower right-hand corner of the uh, main screen here, we have the live Twitch feed going on. Uh, I've got the audio muted because I would just drown us all out. And let's see. Let's do some panel introductions. Flip that, flip that. Wrong button. Try that one. <laughs> All right. In the top left-hand corner, we've got Grant Leedy. Hello, everybody. Okay. Uh, number two square, yours truly, your host. Uh, next over, we got Mark Overhoser. Hey the there. Man. Glad to be here. Uh, the man with the news today. Trying to. All right. Next, uh, next row down, uh, we got uh, Rick Euland. How do you? Oh, maker of those fantastic little keyboards and network cards and a few other little thingies. Uh, Center Hollywood Squares, Ron Delvo. Hello. Welcome. You are. Next over is actually L. Curtis Boyle, who's borrowed Boat's computer to uh, do a live, uh, do a report later. Down the bottom left, we have Ken Waters. Hello, everybody. Right. Bottom center, Jason Riker, maker of all things switches. I'll take Grant Leedy to block. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, in the lower right-hand corner, we have James Diffendaffer.
who is muted and fell asleep. <laughs> he's just ahead. Of, he's just ahead of the curve. That's all. <laughs> he got an early start. Got an early start. Okay, I was muted. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was better before. I'm a mutant. <laughs> uh, we figured you fell asleep already. It's not even time for the news yet, and you're already asleep. Oh, wait till I'm at least through the game on challenge. And that's up next. Let's see here. Take away that one. Uh, just real quick, uh, uh, just to double check, any uh, um, project updates or acquisitions? No? Just making Thunderbirds. Okay. All right. Well, Ken, you ready for the uh, game on? Oh, crap. Is that me? Uh, yeah. yeah sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, player one. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Coco Talk Game On Challenge of the Week results video. That's this what I kept week doing. we played Z89. We had a total of 13 players. There was Ed Rhodes with 12,100, David Ladd with 14,000, Rick Yu, 15,400. Mark B, 16,300. 8 Bits in the Basement, 18,500. Buck Owens, 19,200. Mr. Dave, 6309, 20,400. Tasman, 24,900. Grant B, 31,000. Jim Rye, 31,200. Sloopy Malibu, 36,500. Canadian Retro Things, 36,600. And the number one score this week is David Craker with 37,300. Thanks everybody that played and we will see you next week. Wow. Pretty good turnout. Yeah. And I wasn't on the bottom. No, you were not. You actually <laughs> uh, scored above, above some people. Yeah, but I didn't get to submit my 27-year-old high score. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> I think it's a I little gonna, out of date. I was going to give you a special uh, but I've got it. it's shout right out here there. On this disc. <laughs> I think we all would have gotten better scores 27 years ago. <laughs> Double's probably about right for all of us. <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, Z89. Or as you Americans would say, Z89. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm. Or should I say a boot? <laughs> That's what I'm talking to boot. So, uh, yeah, um, I couldn't find any reviews in any of the magazines for this game. But uh, Nick Morentes kindly shared. Oh, I need to oh. share the screen. So did the magazines exist when this game finally came out? There were a couple of them because some of the games that um, Nick released at the time were reviewed in them, but not a lot. It was, everything was kind of winding down at that point. So 
but um, I have this, uh, Nick shared this ad that has the Z89 ad, but I think he really shared it because Rupert Rhythm and Donut Dilemma are both also advertised on there. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. But uh, yeah, so it basically, the ad claims that, um, what is it, the last couple of lines there? At last, a program that actually outshines the original arcade version. Um, so there were a few different things in this game over the uh, original arcade edition, like uh, when you're in the space between fortresses and uh, fighting the planes, there's actually asteroids coming at you. And um, yeah, of course it talked, which the original didn't. So there is uh, some nice digital sound in it. Um, I don't know. What did anybody else think about this game? It was, I felt it was really close to the original Zaxxon with a few extras, which uh, were challenging. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough game. I was just frustrated because I used to be a lot better at it. I know what to do. I just can't do it. But again, I think we all used to be a lot better at all the games and um. Yeah, so um, there were two different versions of it out there. There was the 1.01, the 1.03. And as far as I could tell, the only difference between the versions was that they were distributed by different uh, software companies. The original one was uh, um, done by a uh, software company, and the 1.03 was uh, Steve's Steve Bjork's uh, actual um software company that he wrote his games under that distributed independently. So other than that, I couldn't see any differences between the two. So. And Curtis says, uh, he got, uh, 35,400, but missed the cutoff. Jeez, Curtis. He should know better. (laughs) Yes. Even David Ladd put in a score, Curtis. (laughs) <laughs> Even David Ladd knows better. Oh, thanks. Ooh. Hello, David Ladd. How are you? Oh, I'm doing peachy. And what did David Ladd think of this game? Um, I kept crashing and burning if you watch my video. <laughs> oh, I really? Didn't actually get time to do that, unfortunately. I'm a little unprepared today, so I'm actually right now just trying to get a, find the uh, video for the um, live playthrough. <laughs> a little so unprepared. So I'm just... <laughs> a little? A little. It's so it's an okay, improvement from the usual. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what am I looking for here? <laughs> So, um, I don't know. What did everybody else think of the game? Like anybody that tried it, uh, I think, well, Mark and, and David were the only ones I think that did scores or, and, um, Rick on the live stream. Yeah. Oh man. I can't find the live stream now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a bit of a quiet night. Yeah. 
So that will bring me to something that I'm going to be talking about in a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, there, I now have some footage of the live stream that I can share, sort of, if my computer ever, my crappy internet that I have here. There we go. It's, it's at the outdoor internet. Yeah. So there were up to four people playing in the live um, Thursday night game. Uh, I think everybody that played, yeah, well, obviously all the scores that we uh, got were very, very close to each other. So um, I think everybody was pretty close to the same level on this game. So oh, but one thing that... Who are all equally bad? Yeah, basically. That uh, Ready Player One is resonating in my head a lot. That's why I had to throw it into the beginning of the video, because I think everybody heard that a lot as they just continually died. We need to ask Steve who that actually is. I, I think it's Steve. If, uh, if Just if I'm remembering anecdotally, I thought that was Steve himself. He had said at one time. I don't remember if it was on this program or just a chat on Discord or something, but I, I, I think that's Steve. And uh, yeah, so I did play it on real hardware, and uh, it seemed to be running just the same as everybody that was using the emulators. So yeah, so that was uh, Z89. And one thing that we're going to be doing starting next week is uh, we're going to be extending the time that you have to submit a score because we're going to be doing the live show on Friday nights. I don't think Sloopy's here to talk about that, is he? Um, I don't think so. Nope. nope. Okay, so we'll be uh, starting Saturday nights at what time do you remember, Mark? I, th I think you mean Friday nights? Or Friday night. Jeez. Uh, what did what <laughs> Was it one hour later? Yeah, it's going to be one hour later. So from wherever we're starting it normally on Thursdays, it's going to be one hour later on Fridays now. And uh, submitting your scores will go till shortly after the live stream is over. So, And if I remember right, it was 7 o'clock Florida time. So it'll be Every 8 o'clock Florida time yeah. now. Florida time, also known as Eastern time. For yeah. everyone outside of Florida. Stevie time. Stevie time. Stevie time, yeah. Stevie, 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 we're on Stevie daylight time right now. <laughs> so yeah, that means I can get dinner finished before the, before it starts, <laughs> and you can fall asleep before it ends, like I did last time. <laughs> what uh, you fell asleep, Mark? <laughs> yeah, work has been work. He all of a sudden disappeared from the stream, and we could hear live snoring. So <laughs> <laughs> I think David Ladd did that one time. Only once? Well, I'll put it this way, Grant. You've done worse. No, no. I haven't done anything bad at all. <laughs> well, let's see here. There's a urination uh. on live air. <laughs> We've had uh, a EMP that was dropped in another episode. Hmm. Well, I, I was just alluding to it. I wasn't going to bring it up by <laughs> name, David. But David Ladd, ask for it by name. I think we could just call that live streaming, not live urinating. Yes, that yeah. sounds better. <laughs> yes, the streaming, streaming on the stream. <laughs> live streaming, <Yeah>. huh? 
Although technically a technically correct medical term, but let's it just uh, sounds I mean, that happened three <laughs> or four years ago now. I know, well, and you're never gonna live it down, Grant. <laughs> I know give it, it. Give it 20, 25 years, we'll all forget about <laughs> I'll be it. dead. <laughs> well, that's a good way that'd be a good way for us to forget about it. Did that happen in the elevator? <laughs> oh, there's another thing that won't be forgotten either. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, Ron. Well, hey, oh, at sure. least uh, at least that year you guys didn't start the elevator on fire like last year. Well, that's true, too. or this year, you mean? Or this year? Well, well we yeah. we don't know that he didn't. No, I, there is a there's a witness that I did not leave the room that night. If anybody is probably to be blamed for that, it would be Jason because his room was right next to that <laughs> elevator. I, I, you know, I actually don't recall ever using that elevator. I used I it. I actually used that elevator a couple times, and I thought, wow, it's something it smells like burning uh, hydraulic oil. That should probably yeah. tell the front desk, and then I never did. <laughs> I'll let the fire department handle it. <laughs> Somebody yeah, else's f- job. Yeah. yeah, four of us were used to fire departments, right, Grant? Yes, we are. <sighs> I I just wanted to go to sleep, and then the fire alarm starts going off. Like that smells unpleasant, and I call Grant, and Grant Grant's already asleep and not answering his phone. Is this the same place as forty thousand dollars this next year? No. <laughs> well, apparently they got to replace an elevator. I don't know. Are you buying an elevator? They got to pay for it somehow. All right. Well, how about we look at what next week's game is going to be? Meanwhile, back at the ranch. It has nothing to do with elevators. (laughs) Okay. Does anybody know this game? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? I think it's called Score. (laughs) Score Map. That game is Tutankham. So it is another version of the Tutankhamun uh, arcade game. Uh, one of the big differences with this one is that you can actually fire in all four directions. So makes it a little you, bit easier. How, how do you say Mr. Edson's first name? Dow. 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 and this one will work on coco one two or three so a little extra time that could have had of either (laughs) he was just trying to keep it in the aesthetic of well it there's a v and aardvark yeah but boy is it ugly we (laughs) facts Yeah, really. All right. So just a reminder then that the uh, Game On Challenge will now uh, live stream will be Friday nights starting at 8 o'clock CD time. And um, don't forget that if no matter how bad your score is, submit it just to show you played it because I think there's a few people that are playing the game and then not submitting because they're not getting a good enough score or something. But, yeah. Do I just have to start submitting my scores to make everyone else feel better about their scores? Would that help? <laughs> I'll, I'll do my bit to help. Well, I can just that. give you a running zero, Jason. Oh, uh, no, I like <laughs> I like to. Well, that for a while I was trying to get the lowest possible score that wasn't zero. So I would submit like a high score of like seven. 
they can. May, maybe you should flip the score sometime and 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 uh, celebrate the last place person and the worst player this week. There was. you go. There you go. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. And the player that sucks the most, I'm, I'll I'll participate. <laughs> top ten players and top uh, and the top worst players. There you go. <laughs> well, I get, maybe I will do that. Just randomly one of these weeks. And the digital basement consists of. (laughs) All right. I like that, James. The digital basement, the digital basement scores. That's a good one. I like that. That's good. Game on race to the bottom edition. That one says look for me next week. Now I got to write that down. (laughs) Guess it's time for me to participate. (laughs) There we go. We're going to have a rush. All right. So that is the game on for next week. So, uh, yeah, get out there and play the game and uh, drop in Friday night. Although I just realized that we're starting this on July 1st, which is Canada's birthday celebration, just like your guys is July 4th. So not sure I'll be here on Friday. Yeah, I've got I've got an amusement park trip planned this weekend. So. I was hoping it was going to be Thursday. I'm like, hey, I'm not I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, sorry. This I'll get it Sloopy's next time. Idea. Any complaints, send them to Sloopy. Oh, he'll just tell me to hang on. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. Makes WeFax sound good. He Ron, had you're to the get only it person that can make We had to say it. <laughs> WeFax, drink. <laughs> God, we're going to be drunk today. <laughs> I'm just glad this is just Dr. Pepper and not any added added things like water or anything. Well, my Dr. Pepper that's right here's got rum in it. <laughs> A little day drinking, David, huh? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to pass the days as quickly as possible. Oh, don't I know it. Makes the days seem shorter. <laughs> Five o'clock somewhere, right, David? Mm-hmm. Now what do we do? Um, I think <laughs> Good night, we're gonna everybody. go over to, yeah. go over to Curtis to see what's going on at Boat Fest. <laughs> oh, and because he has found some uh, headphones, so he, he will head- actually oh, be I, able to hear what we're saying. So I could have brought you headphones. I, I could have had them there in four hours flat. I could have no had problem. them there in about twenty-one yeah. hours. But you should have been here, Jason. Is a problem. <laughs> oh, I should have been there, but I, I, my weekend plans changed last minute. So, oh well, bummer. But maybe next time, if there's an, if there's another one, if you don't ruin it for everyone, Curtis. <laughs> I don't know if you want these headphones back after I'm done with being my ears, but <laughs> just don't hey, get Curtis. us invited. Curtis, is there anyone there named Evan Rude? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Well, I have to say, Aaron's son, uh, Luke, just showed up. Like He wasn't here yesterday. He's just here today, and he's been uh, going for the high score challenge on Paul Thayer's Timmerman and been doing a pretty darn good job at it, so he's still going. We'll pop by and see him in a little bit here. But uh, So you're you saying – video feed? Yep. So you're saying that his son there is a human Timberman bot? Yeah, he doesn't look like him at all yet. He's still pretty young. He doesn't have a big beard or anything. But uh, <laughs> Give him time. But, but but Aaron does look like Timberman somewhat. I think Ron's got a rival for being the official Timberman at this point. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it up. 
<laughs> anyway, there's a lot of ambient room noise. I'm assuming you guys can hear that too. If we can hear you fine over it, no problem. It's yeah, I'm just trying background. to speak into the mic on the laptop here as much as I can. I've got an external camera that I'm using for the stream. So I will try to tune around a little bit, see if I can interfere with people's conversations and uh, get them to say hi. Uh, but I'll try to go where the quieter corners here. There's not any people. Just to kind of show you what the setup's like. So we'll track through. Hey, Curtis, is anybody from the TSI group there yet? Yeah, there's a few. Oh, he got too close. Oh, he's falling into the matrix. What's that? You fell into the matrix. There they are. Oh, just for me moving, probably? Losing the Wi-Fi signal? Yeah. Are you getting me now? Yeah, okay. we're getting you now. Okay. So this table in front here, I'll stangle it down just a tiny bit. So this is uh, some magazines. They brought in some from the UK and stuff because, of course, you know, they're fairly legal oriented, but they have some other stuff. They have a coloring book that Neil of the Man Cave or whatever, RMC, I think he's calling himself now, helped organize, which is a bunch of black and white drawings of a bunch of class computers. No dragon or cookbook, so I didn't buy one. Um, but if you want, you can color them all. And then they've got some sample magazines. There's an actual official Boatfest uh, guidebook you can get here, too. There's magnets on the left, which are kind of centered on the screen right now. And then if you see those little white boxes, those are the plaques that the winner of each of the three challenge games get, one of which is Timberman on the Cocoa 3. So there's another one on the Amiga and another one on the Spectrum. So uh, that'll be announced later tonight. That's who gets those and who gets to take them home. Did you say you get a, a, a magnet with a floppy next to it or a cassette next to it? <laughs> No, but the, the high score things actually have discs and uh, floppy or uh, cassettes in them that are part of the plaque. So, actually, can you hold one of those up? Just any one of them, yeah. Can you guys see that okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Paco, you, uh, David Ladd, you should recognize this person here, I think. Oh. You might want to not, not from you that angle, though. I didn't recognize you by your gut, apparently. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Matt. Ditto, Jesus, Matt. So, David, for the people that don't know, you might as well explain what the team speaker regulars are, of which you and Matt are both participants. Tip it forward a little. Okay, is this working? Hello? Okay. Yeah, yep. I can hear you. All right, so TeamSpeak Your Regulars is basically a group of guys that um, get together on Saturday nights and plays a variety of different multi-person games on the PC, that is. And, uh, yeah, we just compete. Sometimes we work together. Sometimes we fight against each other. You know, it's just a... Fun group activity, which I'm surprised uh, James hasn't joined in since he likes multiplayer games. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then you guys play that Russian game where you slap each other in the face. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> never seen that. Uh, where we slap Ron in the face every time he says we facts. <laughs> right. You guys still getting my stream here? Yep. Yep. So so slap uh, Aaron on the back of the head and say Paco said to do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're live on Coco Talk right now. Hey, yeah, there's multiple Tandys. There's a couple Tandy 1000s, 1400, and the Coco 3 are all here, so... Candy well represented. Josh needs to try and And you know, it's the deluxe joystick he's holding. They were just compatible to Coco as well, of course. And why is it only the CM8 seem to have lost the doors? <laughs> so, Aaron, uh, we have a question from uh, the people on the show. They're wondering why is it only the CM8 on the Coco that seems to always lose the door on the monitor? This one actually has a monitor door. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. The, the Amiga tried the same problem with theirs. The CM5? <laughs> like, I used to have a monitor just like this back in the day. I've been telling him I had the Sandy TL and the SL back when I was a kid, and I hadn't seen one of these in person forever. And so I was like, "This is great." And I never saw one of these. The wedge one. No, I took more toes than I went to big computers. It's funny how the thing because now everyone's after the wedge one. No, I mean, no one's really like the, the, the TL, the SL. Yeah, the generic looking IBM yeah, stuff. Sort of like, this is sort of like its own thing, you know? Yeah. It makes you sort of what you put a card slot in this thing, maybe done it up, you know? It's a shame these weren't like Coco. It's a shame they couldn't upwardly move from the Coco directly. Into the well, you've seen that one case, the Coco 4 roughed out case, which I built yeah. in floppy drives, which is kind of based on one of the 1000 style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, you know it's funny how these computers got to the point where they couldn't keep going. Like the Amiga, Commodore didn't transition to the Amiga from the Commodore. Another computer. You know? It's a shame that there's not a middle ground. They 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 have the compatibility going, move them up. It would have been a lot of fun. Like if it wasn't in the car. I moved in. I was a candy kid all the way from the Coco Two, the Coco Three, the TL, the SL. Or the SL and the TL, and finally, I, I had the TL until I left home. So that's what I bought my own PC. I had an Amiga for a while in there, and then I bought yeah. the PC. So I grew up playing with these things, and, and I remember running. I was watching the games that been running. It's just like I remember complete with the 16 colors, and then you know, it was so nice. You had a game that would support that. I mean, you felt like a big deal. You're like, man, this. I've got the system here. It's pretty rare though. Probably like a career. Is that the is that the Amiga bouncing ball behind him? I was just wondering yes, about that. Yes, it is. It's a real bouncing ball too. I say it looks so realistic. Does it bounce? 
There you go. There it is. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, Aaron, what, what time is the Coco show? You're streaming that live tonight, too, aren't you? Um, it looks like uh, we're going to be doing Coco Show at four, four o'clock. We'll and, so, and right after us, uh, a special uh, Jack Black Sprite Cap will be going on. So, oh, that's going to be something. I've been told that Jack Black spared no spit, the most incredible extravaganza you've ever seen. I'll mention that you oversold it like that to him. Yeah. So. <laughs> so anyway, if you guys are ever going to be around at 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, there's going to be a live focal show. I'm probably going to jump on and photobomb it. So you know, I, I like them. And uh, they'll be talking about Junior's Revenge. So I'm going to see. I don't know if I can fit in here. I'm going to try to get onto the uh, Canadian contingent table here. Were there any Vectrix there? Yes, there is. Actually, I'll talk about that in a second here. So here we got uh, Jason Warrens from Edmonton, the next province over me. He's originally from Saskatchewan. Or sorry, yeah, I, I almost swore there. I, I should have said Calgary, not Edmonton. They're very fierce rivals. And then behind him is uh, some guy from Retro Rewind. I believe his name is Frank. <laughs> he's, he's the guy that actually comped uh, Jason and me to come down here. So much thanks to Frank there. He's busy trying to wreck, I mean, fix uh, Amigo motherboard, so. Delicate surgery there. He also upgraded Boat's uh, Coco 3 finally to a 6309, so he can finally play Gunstar if Nick's on the call. <laughs> He's not, but uh, is he? No. Crikey. <laughs> you got a crikey from Jason. So. Yeah, um, I'll fill in since he's not here. Hey, well, I don't want to distract him too much because I didn't want him to wreck some poor other Amiga users' motherboard here, but getting distracted talking to us. So hey, Jason, will you don't want him to grab the wrong there. part of the soldering iron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if it smells like chicken, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if it smells like burnt hair, it's me doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't remember whose stuff is all who's here. Uh, this is, I think, Level Lord. He brought in, you can see that massive joystick controller he's got there, which is kind of impressive. And it's heavy. Oh, my God, it's heavy. Um, Jack Flack, this is his little bit in the corner. And he's got some of the CD stuff and other Amiga stuff. You can see the Vectrix back there, Ron. It's not turned yeah. on at the moment, but Frank actually did fix it. He needs some extra parts to fully fix it, but he had it up and running. Um, Great. So he's going to finish. He's gonna, he didn't bring some part that's needed, so he's going to rank there and to get that part to him. These left three computers here, where you see two people seated, seated uh, are the high score challenge. You can see the high score banner up above, I think. There. So we've got Tim around the Coco 3. Um, I can't remember the names of the two games. One, the middle one's a Spectrum. And it's one where you have to pick up trash and drop it off in a timer while not getting run over by cars and people and stuff. And then the Amiga one is one where you're basically dodge. It's called Dodge Rocks. And you're dodging a whole bunch of rocks flying at you and it keeps speeding up. It's kind of like Timberman's tree branches hitting your head. And that is uh, in the red shirt there. That is Luke. That is Aaron's son. Who, this is his first day at the fest because, of course, he had school on Friday. And uh, yeah, they're having a lot of fun. There's a lot of interest in all the games there. Um, well, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, no, he. This is the first time he's ever seen or played the game. It was literally about half an hour ago, and he's been he's already up in the top five. So they've already blown past me. Put it that way. 
So if Paul was on the call, I tried to send him a couple of messages here on Discord see if he could pop by and comment on it, but I don't think he got the messages. So. And of course, there's the food table there, <laughs> which I'll have to hit before it almost goes goodbye. And uh, Paco should recognize this next guy if I can get up here. Paco's saying hi to you, so... You recognize him, Paco? Not offhand, because usually I have the cameras turned off on my end due to bandwidth. So you don't recognize John Marshall? You're kidding. Have you seen him before? David? Uh, like I said, I keep the uh, the uh, cameras disabled on Discord, so most of the people know I don't don't see. He says he usually has his cameras disabled on Discord, so most, most of the time he doesn't see you all. But uh, well, there, then you're meeting face to face virtually for the first time. Usually, a good <laughs> thing not to look directly into David Ladd. Yeah. <laughs> I might entice you. Bring me your diet, Dr. Pepper. Aside from the fact that creepy, what else do you have to say about Sir David Ladd? <laughs> David Ladd, Paco Tocte. <laughs> Yeah, because you've been on there, you've been on the Chase Valley Computer Club. Actually, since I didn't ask Aaron about that, do you want to explain what that's about? Because it's kind of a retro thing, too. Yeah. Uh, get together uh, once a month if possible. Yeah, and you guys are like a multi platform. You do consoles, you do an 8 bit, 60 bit machine. Pico 1000 back. Um, yeah, the reason there's no focus is they never break down. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can barely hear them. Yeah, no, it's it's loud in this corner, unfortunately. Oh, he just keeps popping out uh, out out of the floor, and we just lose him. Okay. Hey, the uh, the virtual pinball machine's a bit more lit up now too, so you can actually kind of see the uh, the tabletop. But that whole bottom part's a screen. And then the whole top part's a screen. So you actually get dual screens going, and it's got trackball and a joystick and all the buttons. It's got flippers on the sides. The table actually can shake. It has a little bit of uh, feedback, so you can actually feel it moving when you, you, know, you launch the ball and stuff. So it's a pretty cool. I've never seen one of these before. So I was pretty impressed. What do you think that, what do you think that thing runs for if you were to buy one? I, Aaron said they're only about 850 bucks. Oh. Which is a lot cheaper than I was expecting. I mean, just the size of the screen, it's like what? Three and a half feet high or something? Four feet high? The bottom screen? I was expecting over a thousand. So was I. Mm. I was quite surprised. And it works quite well. You can basically run emulated arcade games. He was playing Missile Command on it earlier, plus the virtual pinball. Does that have wheels on it? Nope. He had to, they had to carry that in, him and Brent. And Brent, I think, went out for lunch with his wife, so he's not here at the moment. Otherwise, I'd get reintroduced to him, too. And then I'll just bring you over back to Aaron here to close this segment out here, since it's kind of loud to hear everybody. But he's actually at uh, the command console, so I'll let him explain some of that. Aaron, you might have to speak up, or do you want to kind of explain what this whole contraption is here? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold a cookie. Mm. We can't hear him at all. You can't hear him at all? No, no, he just keeps fading out. Something about dancing girls. I don't know. Should all of our shows, all of them. Uh, projected shooting in front of us so I can see what we look like in the chat up on the screen. And we shoot all of our shows in the arcade. And uh, I literally took the tape off and just folded it up like a big sack and threw it in the car. <laughs> so all the stuff is exactly where it was setting. I didn't move anything. I didn't put it in a bucket. I was like, let's see about some work. And it was good enough. I got here. So. Getting it home might be something. The only thing we've added is the thing to have four microphones. Yeah, this is magic Did you guys catch that? I think he was trying to say that what we're looking at is this his setup for his normal show. Yeah, and the fact that he actually took the tablecloth and it literally picked it up and just kind of held it together and brought it without even like unhooking everything. You know <laughs> <laughs> but everything hooked up on one power strip. So I unhooked that from the wall. I pulled all the cabling up and set it right in the middle. All right. And I just lifted all the corners up, met them in the middle, and grabbed it and threw it over my shoulder and walked out of the arcade. <laughs> You're getting a lot of laughter over that one. Hey, I, I'm just at the house. He's, he's known as a sketchy tech, and that's probably part of that. It's like EK zipping your, your equipment, basically. You know, like, <laughs> I'm using file compression in real time. That's how I do it. What, what's that? What's that boy eating over there? Lunch. <laughs> Actually, those are homemade. Uh, what are they, what are those called? Those pepperoni, yeah, pe pepperoni rolls. And the uh, person who actually made them is over here. And I hear I hear pepperoni rolls are a West Virginia delicacy. Yes, Ooh, I've heard that yum. many times since we were here, and they're really good. Let's just zoom up of one. There you go. Can you see that? Yeah. You made delicious cookies too. Yes, I've sampled some of the cookies here, and I no, I only have the sugar cookies so far. He's trying to kill me with sugar. Are you starting to get things? Hey, Bo, you want to say hi to Coco Talk? Hello, there he is. I'm closer. Nope, much closer. They can't hear you over the crowd noise. Hello, That's better. Uh, thank you for checking out BoatFest. Next year, we're going to do it around the same time. It's going to be you know, about a month after Cocoa Fest. So if you want to come out, lovely Hurricane, West Virginia, super located. We'd love to have you. And thanks to Curtis for throwing you guys around. I got to get ready for our Sinclair. See you guys later. You guys catch that? You guys yep. got to get ready for what, Sinclair? Okay. Like he mentioned, though, they're getting ready for the next show, and I don't want to be talking over the oh, live okay. stream. So, oh, all right. Oh, what are we getting ready? Let's get Jack Flack here just before we go here. This is Coco Talk you're on. Hey, Coco Talk. There's Coco's here. Yep. Right? We have Coco's set right here for the high school thing, and um, now I'm talking about it. So, I'm, yep, I'm you're, like Coco Talk. Now you're like a guest star. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, it's a lot of fun here. If you, I know a lot of the people in the Cocoa community actually use a lot of platforms from Retro. They're not just Cocoa. 
And uh, it's just a lot of fun. You get to see what some of the other computers have done, uh, games that you can see, you know, clones of the same game on various platforms and compare them. So it is a lot of fun, and I would highly recommend that if you can make it out next year, you, you should. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of camaraderie. It's no drama, no nothing. It's just a lot of fun. Where's this at? What to what city? This is in Hurricane, West Virginia. I believe it's pronounced Hurricane. Yeah, technically, but I'm Canadian, so I have my own pronunciation guide. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the ZZ thing. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about the ZX Spectrum, ZX Spectrum, Z80, Z80. It's lift the screen a little bit. What's that? Camera's a little low. We're seeing shoes go. again. There yeah. you go. That's better. Well, like I said, they're getting ready for the next their actual live stream. They're going to get really loud at that point. And plus, they need this table I'm using here with the laptop portable. So, so they're all screamers there, huh? Yeah, there's quite a few streamers here. Um, Flack's a streamer. The guy we're looking at him, who's back playing the game of golf. He's a streamer called Mr. Cola. Um, there's a bunch of them here. Uh, 48K Ram, Josh Malone, he's here. He's been at Tandy Assembly as well. He's got some Tandy machines too. There's probably about seven or eight streamers that I know of. So, like I said, if you're into retro gaming and retro computing in general, it's a, it's a fun show to be at. This is the very first one they've ever done. It's been successful enough. They already said they're going to be booking the next one. So, well, see, um, you said that they were loud and making noise are going to be louder. And I said, are they screamers? And you said, yeah, there's a bunch of streamers. Oh, there's been some screamers. <laughs> 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 the Jeopardy game earlier. There's definitely screaming going on during that. Okay. Yeah, I watched that earlier. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I was tempted to jump in on those, but there's no Coco trivia, so I would have got absolutely killed. So, anyway, I don't want to take up any more of your guys' time and all the noise that you're probably getting from the room here. And plus, like I said, I got to return the laptop to boat for the show. But uh, Coco Show, 4 p.m. Eastern today, live from here. I'm going to see if I can pop on it for a little bit myself. They'll be reviewing Junior's Revenge, which is a Donkey Kong Junior clone game by uh, Computerware. They might we have played that on the Game On Challenge before. Yeah, I think they might even be covering the Coco 3 Return of Junior's Revenge, too. So. And I'll keep you guys posted uh, for next week as to who won the Timberman competition here. So, what's in that guy's pocket? <laughs> oh God! Uh, that's the passport. They have a passport thing here. So if you go around to certain people, they send you on a quest, which is like to play a game or something. And then there's a few other where you just go to places, and if you fill out your passport, with these stickers, and there's a bit oh. of a prize at the end if you win. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of neat ideas on here. So. All right, I'm going to log off and let you guys get back to the regular part of the show, which I'll catch up to tonight after Boatfest is done. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Thanks Curtis. Curtis. Have Have fun. Mr. L. Curtis Boyle. <laughs> Live from the mountain Later, guys. All right, bye. Boiler. Boiler. All right, let's take a commercial break, and then we'll jump into some news. All you are watching Coco Talk, the world's leading weekly video podcast featuring a candy-colored computer. We spread the love to the past, present, and future for all models, including the original colored computer, the Coco 3, and the world-renowned exclusive French Canadian Radio Shack. Coco Talk would like to thank the patrons who sponsor our program. So our heartfelt gratitude goes out to Alan Huffman, Alan Murphy, Blair Ledoux, Boat and Aaron, Brendan Donahue, Brian Weasler, Brian Walsh, Karen Anscombe, D. Bruce Moore, 
Daddy Burrito, Daniel Williams, Diego, Eric Canales, Glenn Hewlett, Graham Vebke, Grant B, Grant Leedy, Henry Strickland, Jason Downs, Jay Style, Ken Reichert, Malfunk, Melly, Michael Pitsley, Mike Rayburn, OG Hugo, Paul Fiscarelli, Paul Shoemaker, Paul Thayer, Retro Tech Time, Rick Eulen, Rob Inman, Rocky Hill, Stephen Wagner, Steve Batson, Steve Rasmussen, Terry Steen, Terry Steggy, The Backyard Shed Gang, Tim Thayer, Tom C., Tom Gunderson, Tom Heron, Tom S., Tony C., and William Athing. Thank you ever so much, patrons. Good morning, Coco Lamb. This is Brian Schubring with Music Men here at the Coco Fest. Having fun fixing issues and making things roll and making lots of sound. Have a great day, guys. The music is back. As you're enjoying Coco Talk, we also want to remind you about the Coco Discord server. This is a place where people come to connect, to ask questions, to provide answers, to share information, and to socialize. So when you're done, why don't you head on over to the Coco Discord server and we'll continue the conversation there. The easy to remember link is discord.cocotalk.live. See you on Discord. The Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. Instant loading program packs turn any color TV into an exciting game arcade. And there's more. The color computer is an educational aid, a home management tool, and up-to-the-minute electronic information service. The programmable, expandable TRS-80 color computer from $399 only at Radio Shack, the biggest name in little computers. At GSoft... We make games for the TRS-80 Color Computer, TRS-80 MC-10, and Dragon Computers. Our basic games cover the range of genres from arcade, to text adventures, to simulations, to 3D dungeon crawls. This is our latest puzzle game from Japan, Fruit Panic. So come on and drop by our website and download our latest games. Greetings, YouTubers. Atari Leaf here, and you're listening to Coco Talk. From around the world, what you need to know. Get caught up on news with El Curtis. And now a Muppet News Flash. 
And substituting for L. Curtis Boyle is Mark Overhoser. Hey there, good day. L. Curtis Boyle is on assignment right now. So, starting off with the game news. Uh, first off, we have a correction. Uh, Mr. Jim Gary uh, took Curtis out to the maple syrup shed for a little correction about uh, one of the Super Star Trek games. In fact, he uh, basically went and did a video with all nine different versions that he's ported over. <laughs> so anyway, if you need more Star Trek, we have it. And that's not the right screen. Uh, okay, so we're starting in the middle of the list. No, it's the top of my list. Game on news. Sorry. Were you doing uh, news? I was going from the top of the list. <laughs> ah, sorry. That's that's how's, the, how's this one? News. Okay, hey, that's MC ten. Yep. Anyway, I don't think you want to watch all of it, but there are timestamps uh, to get you where the to see the Trek game you want. So uh, anyway, um, it does say that uh, he also left a little thank you to Curtis, so he must have some sort of appreciation for us. So I've got all these queued up. Are we going through all of them? Uh, do we need to? Well, we can. Okay. We got time to kill? Yep. Sure, however much you think is reasonable. I mean, there's, there's nine different this, versions. Yeah, uh, there's the second one. They kind of look, I guess that part looks the same. <laughs> hey, they're Star Trek games. They're not going to vary much. <laughs> all right. Same third one here. Star Trek Mickler's one's probably the best one. Which one? one? The port of the Star Trek 3.5 or whatever, that's the Lance Miklas one. The very first one, yeah. That's uh, one of the best ones. And then there, I think he did a port of Time Trek, too. That was, that was a pretty good one. But All right, here's the last one of those. Not much for the gameplay here. There we go. Star Trek games are not the most exciting in the first place. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to close some of these screens to get at the uh, tabs. Well, anyway, MC10 has lots of Star Trek choices. Oh, there's the logo. Nice. Okay, we have enough Trek. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah, well, at its finest. I'm closing him down. All right, okay. there's the next one. So, Jim Gary wasn't spending all his time uh, berating Curtis. I mean, uh, correcting him. He also uh, basically uh, looks like ported another game. Uh, Jim Menick's uh, Draw Poker. Uh, am I on the right screen? I don't think so. Well, this was the next one after the... Uh, um, Star Trek ones. <laughs> How about the MC10 X tab to your right there? Yeah, that tab. Okay. No, that's the emulator. Hmm. Yeah. That's okay. why you really need to come to rehearsal. How <laughs> 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 about the third tab? No, usually a rehearsal. One person do everything. So, so there are some some uh, drop poker right there. Okay, okay. moving along. You're making Curtis look good. <laughs> Hey, oh, that's, what the, that's what the backup does, make the main guy look good. Anyway, uh, latest port here, Draw Poker. Uh, so it's available in the user places on Facebook, and uh, you can download it. I <laughs> um, guess we move along. I'll mention that. Okay. So Simon Jonason's been busy this week. 
Uh, he has uh, done a bunch of updates and videos. He basically uh, basically uh, got the space bar to change direction of the ghost. This is his MC10 port of um, Paul Shoemaker's game. Um, so he got the uh, space bar to return directions and then the pill collection and the scoring and the pill making a sound and uh, then debouncing when uh, on the space when the game ends. And he actually has a released product and even an update. So you can find it on uh, the uh, MC10 Facebook group in the file download section. It'll also get moved over, I'm sure, to the Color Computer Archive and all the other regular channels. He did anyway. make a, uh, a uh, later version that uh, the little eyes on the ghost don't move so fast. Yeah, I think he made a note in here about correcting something about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I think the second release was. So Right. Okay. So, so, so we had multiple tabs uh, yeah, there's regarding multiple this. Links there. Yeah, so, so there's there's another one. Incremental improvements here. You can find the whole, uh, they're all in the, the show note thing. So you can uh, go to the Discord, look in the news channel, and uh, pull those down and go visit all of them. Yep, there's the release one. Yep, that's the released. Uh, yeah, it should be the released one, yeah. Okay. Yep, okay. Then the actual Ghost Rush from Paul Shoemaker is next. So looks like he has a release version 2 update available on Facebook and also on Curtis's game site and likely be in the archive by the uh, time we read this. Uh, includes includes uh, updated ghost animations. The eyes now move uh, to face the direction it's going in, and its feet animates. And there's some new videos showing the play. Uh, let's see, three enemies on the screen at once, second spike teeth objects that wasn't released to the public, but it is now. Anyway, there's videos, so you can see. Also, there's a 16-color Coco 3 version that's been uploaded, too. So get both of them and play them both. And uh, <clears throat> moving on here, uh, Pear uh, Surratt has a dragon version of Paul's Poker Squares available. It's now available on the uh, World of Dragon archive, and there's also a post in the Facebook group for the dragon. All right, uh, Rally SG. Rally SG. Oh, okay. Yeah, this the is Coco Show. Yeah, the Amigos Coco Show is covering Rally SG by Nick Berendis. Thank Some you, Nick. Flags. It's Rally. How about we mute them? <laughs> anyway, Did you always... see these guys? Yeah, no, they look real familiar. Anyway, always good coverage of Coco games. You really have a good time. And we're glad that they uh, show love to the Coco as well as uh, the Amiga and a few other platforms. And we played this a few months ago, I think, for uh, the Game of the Week Challenge, about eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't check the actual date. Good game. Simple, straightforward. Yeah, we played it right when it was released, so or right. a few weeks after it was released. Yeah, it sounds about right. Anyway, you can get that from Nick Moranti's website. I don't think the link is in there, but uh, should be uh, available in our notes. No. Yes, we can okay. move on to the next one. Okay, it should be the 64K Gamer channel on YouTube. It has started to yes. play Coco game videos. 
What do we have here? Two, two, two. Uh, BC uh, Bill, Time Bandit. I don't recognize BC Bill, but Time Bandit, Color Space Invaders. Yep. And Puyan. Oh, yes, with the lovely color set. You doing BC Bill? I don't think I've heard of this one. That's kind of cool looking. Come on, you two. Oh, okay. Species, so uh, Neanderthal man playing with dinosaurs. Yep, and flying saucers. Beautiful four color. Yes, yeah, a wonderful game where you get to hit the women over the head with a sledgehammer and drag them into the cave. Ah. Definitely Neanderthal. There, I finally got her. That's the reason I didn't use it as a uh, game on challenge game this week. I didn't want to. Uh, you didn't want to, Didn't want the flack. I didn't want the flack. Okay. <laughs> I think we've seen all the rest of these at one time or another on the show, but if you want to play another video, go right ahead. You can show uh, the lovely colors of Puyan. This is the one game on the Coke that everybody asks, why did they choose that palette set? Well, this looks better than I usually see it. At least purple is purple here. Yeah, uh, it's definitely contrasting. You can see exactly what you're shooting at. Yeah, it's Puyon. Okay. Yeah, okay. One more for the game on section. Game. Oops. Section. On, I gotta get my tabs. Do All right. That, do that. So Things move sure, on me. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is exactly, but uh, Erico Patricio Monterio is working on some sort of heads-up display. Um, I couldn't find any uh, note of any particular game. But, yeah, it's uh, a game um, that we talked about last week. Um, ah, okay. It's about 12 different screens. The lander and, explorer thing. Yeah, you got to land your uh, ship and then you do something. Yeah, I was looking for another uh, uh, Facebook post about it, but I couldn't find anything in recent news. So, if you look at last week's uh, <coughs> uh, stuff, we talked about it. Curtis talked about it. Cool. And that's the latest news that I've been able to find on uh, game stuff. So, uh, guess we move on to the regular news. Okay. Back to the list. What well, did we uh, uh, talk about? This simulator or the? Uh, that was. I think it was part of the stuff that Jim Gary was working on. Is that something new though? Is this a new emulator out? Uh, I don't know. It was the one of the links in the in the file. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, Jim uh, Gary set up a page link to an online MC10 emulator. So any of those Star Trek games, you can just click on and basically load them, and play them without you know downloading them, trying them on your own hardware or emulator. You can actually type on it. <laughs> yeah, it's a full MC10 emulator. In, yes, HTML. I forgot to go to. Yeah. 
<laughs> it also th- it also I also forgot the quotes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's printing the variable "Hello World," which yeah. is zero. Hello World. This now, remember, it's only the first two letters, so it's the variable "he." The rest of it's irrelevant. This is why I don't do much uh, coding. <laughs> it's obvious. Typing is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was this. Mycom Basic Magazine. Oh, uh, boy. Where was that from? I don't recall that in here. Uh, that would have been... Uh, pull this back up. It was uh, right before the MC-10, I think. Somewhere in there. It was a link. I think it was in the game news. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's do the other tab for the. Yeah, do the other window and we'll, if we find it in there, we'll jump back. Yeah. Okay. Adrian's Digital Basement, a uh, follow up video on his Coco One. Uh, last week he was talking about a brand new Coco One he got, had some wouldn't start up properly. Anyway, uh, appears to be it was a bad 6809 and a bad Sam. You know, the uh, Coco One that was at. Uh, Coco Fest that I worked on also had a bad SAM and bad CPU. Yeah, somebody plugged their cartridge in with the power on, I'm betting. Something that's easy to do. Yep. <laughs> there was three lines uh, soldered on the um, header for the game, game cartridge port. Oh, yeah, and, that thing uh, had been... Yeah, something was attached to it or something, and they... Uh, it was loved. <laughs> right. <laughs> there they are. That's one way to call it. Loved. <laughs> yeah, it the uh, RF, uh, the the um, composite mod. output mod was kind of pulled out of the socket. <laughs> the pins were bent. Yeah, at yeah. least it has one. And then it has the uh, update for the uh, ribbon keyboard, which when I look closer at the tech bulletin for that, I guess not only do they have the resistor pack on the adapter board, there's also these other ones added to, because the 6822 is an open collector part. So you got to have pull-ups right. on these pins. So uh, that's what, that's what these three, four other ones were. But he removed them, okay. didn't he? Uh, you know, I don't remember if he did, but I was looking it up in the tech bulletin and it's, they're actually, specifies them right and makes sense well the advantage being that 6822 if you set your OS non manual on the keyboard it won't let the smoke out (laughs) (laughs) that's a feature exactly so there he is having it run if this one is audio out has what's that that's beautiful Mm-hmm. Getting old stuff fire up. My first Coco ones it was unwork non-working. I got it with a Coco two, 16K Coco two, and I just reseated all the chips and it fired right up. It's like excellent. 4K Coco one. So his his channel is worth uh, subscribing to because it's uh, he's got a lot of interesting stuff on there. And he's really good at explaining the tech technical side of stuff on what he's doing and how things are working. So 
Right. And not being a cocoa expert, he got pretty deep into what the Sam and the 6809 do together. Look yeah, he did cool. it all off that uh, technical manual. He goes what? through a lot of technical manuals in his uh, videos, so I think he's quite good at it. <laughs> and what's the name of the channel? Adrian's, Adrian's Digital, Digital Basement. Basement. The link to this video will be in the news notes. And uh, you can, of course, search for Adrian's Digital Basement. And he's also got a second channel, too, that he does kind of other videos. Short like. stuff. He tries to do them short, but they usually end up being about 40 minutes long. <laughs> that's short. <laughs> and that's just an unboxing. Because he goes down a lot of rabbit holes. <laughs> Especially with the candy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's candy? <laughs> yeah. Especially foreign from uh he gets a lot of stuff from uh Europe Netherlands Europe and yeah. yeah. Oh, I was hoping maybe like for some Canadian Kit Kats. He's actually originally from Canada, so he actually just lives a little bit south of me, so he's not that oh. far from Canada. Yeah. Maybe Over you should have him come with you next time to Cocoa Fest. <laughs> yeah, Over sure, I'll just call him up. Hey, you want to go to Cocoa Fest? Yeah, over near Mark's Hi. house. Hi, here's some, I don't know you, but do you want to come to Chicago with me? It's not that far. It's, it's not, it's, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna yet. stop. We're gonna stop oh, in West Virginia and Pennsylvania on the way. Worse yet, it would be you want to go to Saskatoon with me, pick up Curtis, and then we can talk about Nitrous Nine all the way to Chicago, and then we go to West Virginia via Pennsylvania. I'm sure he will be all over that. Oh, let's see. All right. Close tab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alan Huffman, one-time employee of Microware and OS9 Aficionado. Uh, he basically has his blog. Uh, is it Subitha Software? Anyway, he's talking about an online 6809 emulator he found that also partially supports the 6847 VDG chip. Uh, it includes extended modes like 16 color. Also lets you directly enter 6809 assembly code and run it with a live register dump. No resembler required. Anyway, Alan hasn't got it totally figured out yet as the setting up video modes is different than the Coco. Anyway, there's a link in our notes to his blog. And uh, he's got a lot of other really good stuff in there too. Comparisons on basic differences and lots and lots of technical stuff. Really good read. Very nice guy. So you should uh, go read his stuff. He also has a video channel on YouTube. You should subscribe. I think I'm asleep like 15 minutes a day. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this is from our own uh, Grant Leedy. Uh, basically, uh, the Cocoa Fest committee has a survey for you to join and put in your two cents worth uh, about what you thought of this year's Cocoa Fest. So uh, please uh, go and fill out the survey. I haven't done it yet, but I will. And uh, basically give uh, your input and uh, see about uh, if we need to change anything for next year or if things worked out well or whatever you want to tell them. And there is no checkbox for firing Grant. So don't even bother. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Isn't there anywhere for additional uh, comments? Oh, yeah, there is at the bottom. Okay, you can put in fire Grant there. <laughs> well, if you fire me, then I'm putting you up there for it, Ken. Excellent. <laughs> Has anybody told Eric that the token expired for the calendar? I think so. I think I told him like four or five times. <laughs> oh, okay. Paging Eric. Paging Eric. Fix the token. 
do we need to go to the do we need to go to the arcade and uh, go to the token machine and get them new tokens? <laughs> is that where he gets them? <laughs> anyway, this is catching up an old story from uh, June fifth, but uh, there's a TRS eighty GP emulator. That was released, and it's mainly for model 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 16, 6,000, and whatever other digits they had. But it also emulates the MC-10 and the TRS-80 video text terminal, known as the Green Thumb Terminal, which is kind of the predecessor to the COCO-1. Anyway, um, this in this update adds MC-10 emulation and has some debugging that works with the MC-10. Anyway, it's at the TRS-80 website. And... Uh, Online emulators are nice because you can try things out without actually downloading and setting up an emulator or pulling out your actual hardware if you have it. So, and the challenge is breaking the emulator. Oh, that's that's everybody's goal. <laughs> everybody's goal. Uh, okay, back to the top of this one. Okay, uh, let's see. Stumbled upon a graphic viewer conversion utility to view older computer graphic formats to modern systems. It's called Recoil. And I guess that's that retro computer image library. It does a ton of formats for different machines, including three of the Coco ones and twos. This looks very cool. It appears to be on SourceForge. Uh. Okay. These are always very handy if you're trying to translate one type of game to another, and you've got to say, what's the resolution of the Coco versus the Apple II or the Commodore? So these are always very cool to have. Oh, okay. So it talks about the different uh, graphic modes and what the resolution yes. is and the colors, yep. color breakdown. colors are, yeah. Yeah. So okay. if you're doing a port, you can start mapping things across. So oh. very, very handy stuff. Okay. So another YouTube channel, Color Computer Programming, has done quite a few videos this past bit, most of them on his Ghost Man project, uh, the one with drawing with the data lines. Anyway, there's a link to his channel and uh, lots of videos to go look at. They appear to be, I guess they're fairly long, some of them, 13, 40 minutes, 20 minutes. 50 minutes, eight, one. Anyway, did you want to pick one here at random? Maybe one of the latest ones. Well, that's the newest one there. This is Ghost Man. Okay, guys. So welcome back. This is take two. Um, I'm doing an update on the Make Your Own Ghost Man game. So there's a lot of in the middle and the sides, and then there'll be a little doorway here. Um, I don't know how small going all the way down so we don't want the enemy ghost I did this area here but literally it took over a week to just to analyze the enemy ghost and get it to where it was perfect because there are a whole bunch of problems with it it's not as easy as you might think okay so, so he talks about not a whole his development of the game I can change to make it yeah, he's working on the game logic and stuff step by step. These are always interesting to see how people build games. So. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Moving on, we have some more MC10 news. Okay. Matt Witt uh, has some photos of his MC10 and the uh, Matra Alice side by side from Home Computing Museum in the Netherlands. 
Dallas, of course, is the white, or sorry, the red one on the left, not the MC-10 white one on the right. Um, it's always cool to see uh, what the French version was and how it differed and how in some ways it was better. So lots of neat related computer history to the color computer. I think up on Discord, somebody has got pictures of a Alice 32. Yeah, I believe, it's in, I believe it's in the acquisitions channel. Okay. And uh, there was one note in here for some Dragon news, but from Chris Poacher, but I couldn't find anything recent or relevant. So if it's out there, I missed it. Uh, Curtis will have to uh, find it when he gets back. Looks and like Curtis just fell asleep while he was writing the notes. <laughs> Either that, he uh, uploaded it before he saved it. Finished <laughs> saving it. So anyway, to be continued. Anyway, that's the rest of the news for today. Oh, that was uh, fast. Probably didn't cover it thoroughly. I'll get reviewed <laughs> later. <laughs> I don't think anybody had time to fall asleep, though. Yeah, I think we got a turbo show today. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, anyway, back to you in the uh, control room there, Mark B. Um, I ran out of stuff on the list. That was it. Well, we could always talk about WeFax. WeFax. Everybody drink. WeFax. <laughs> hey, WeFax is streaming across the bottom of the scroll there, you know. Mm. <laughs> that happens so much, I don't think it counts. As much. We're that, we're that bored, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not one, not a day, not a day for going outside. It's already hit a hundred degrees here. Mm. Oh. oh, we got storms rolling in here. Yeah. Well, I guess you're you're pushing some of that cool air down here because tomorrow's supposed to be mid eighties. Well, we're we're going to be down in the low 60s by uh, Sunday, so by yeah, I guess tomorrow. All right, that's it for weather. Yep, that's <laughs> it for the weather. <laughs> that's that's our WeFax update. Yep. <laughs> All right, what about sports? How about that sports team? Blue. Oh, I can talk about the Canadian Football League. Go, go! Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> what about oh. those penguins and the uh stanley cup how's that going along there oh they got eliminated in the first round as usual that was uh that was it was during coco fest when that happened <laughs> yeah i'm not surprised i'll take david ladd to block excuse me we're in the hollywood squares mode i'll take david ladd to block uh-huh. Ron Delvaux Center Square. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna go because I'm in the garage and it's pretty darn hot in here. But it's a dry heat, Ron. Yeah, it's a goodbye heat. <laughs> All, right. All, right. Bye. All right. Bye. Take care, Ron. Nobody Good has track. any acquisitions or updates or anything? I mean, uh not really much of any type of updates here. I mean, um, if you order a switcheroo, they may be delayed, you know, just um, waiting on some parts, but that sort of thing. But uh, so far, no one's been delayed, but uh, it's a few things that I'm waiting on parts for, you know, the usual situations and that sort of thing. That's the only update I have. Waiting on parts. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of the same thing here. I, I have four products to sell. Not in a good way. Literally four. 
That's it. Do you have any Cocoa <laughs> 3 boards there? Yeah, <laughs> I have one of those, oh, two of those, and a couple of Cocoa 2s, and one network card, and I need to go solder some more. Ooh, so. I might have to go on uh, and order something from you. The Eagles are playing uh, something uh, on a spectrum. Yeah, we could we could just piggyback on their feed. We can do that, right? Just right. I can just sit here and watch the Amigos. <laughs> yeah, all, all I have to do is push this button like this. All I got to do, and then three drivers turn on the volume and like sorority parties yeah. and things like that. Did that happen to you too? You know, there's a Except I think their feet died. <laughs> their yeah, feet looks froze. like their feet died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you call the Coco Talk effect. It's Wrong perfect. button. Wrong button. <laughs> you should have seen last night. <laughs> it was All not right. going well. Well. Shall I run the well, outro then? And don't forget that the uh, Coco show is going to be on the Amigos channel in, what time is it? Four o'clock oh, Eastern. Four o'clock. So that's what, about an hour, hour and a half? Well, well it's, uh, it's 2.20 Eastern now. Yeah. So, so. two and a half hours. Uh, no, about. No, one what? and a half hours. About yeah. one hour, 40 minutes. Let's split the difference. Hey, just tune in now. You'll catch it. You'll yeah. catch it eventually. <laughs> It'll be starting. Just go watch the Amigos channel once we're off the air. And you can, uh, yeah, catch the Coco show eventually. Eventually, yes. But uh, yep. Okay. Push the button. This concludes another episode of Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Calor computer, MC10, the and Dragon Systems. For all things Coco Talk, Shoot, visit us on the web at CocoTalk.com. We're not even going to make an hour and a half today. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, Shortest suggestions, show ever. segments via email. <laughs> yeah, you know, to yeah, yeah, first, the weekend I have Talk. nothing to do. This is a short show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes that <laughs> right. sense. Supporting the show. That's okay, Jason. I'll pester you. Retro swag shop. The day the weather is so crappy here that I can't go outside to work. My friends canceled on me for dinner, and Sarah's doing things with her friends this weekend. It's just like, I can't. It's just like, Coco Talk would not exist without its cast, crew, and contributors. Thanks go to Alan Murphy. Amigos I guess I can game. play an online Bill game. Noble, Brian Joyce. Brian what Lee, would you like to play? D. Bruce Moore. Danny O'Connor. Oh, would you like to play a game? Eric Canales. I would like to play a you game. We ignored the chat this whole time James here. Um, Jason Wright. Salvador wants to mention the newsletter. Ken Wright. Okay, Ken well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the chat. We'll mention credit sequence. Mikey Furman. Mr. Dave. Let's see if we can get that hour and a half by uh, talking Nick after Marota. the uh, credits. Nick Morota. Okay. Nick Morota. Sorry, we got we got a couple of Sorelli. Richard yeah, Lorbeck. Everyone knows what we're up to. Rick Adams. Rick Eulin. Rob Inman. Ron Delvaux. Just Sidney blame the Nines, Canadian content. Ruby Malibu. Uh, minimum. Steve so we have York, to stretch it out another Barry 10 minutes. Steggy, Tom C. <laughs> And many, many more. Wait, because the Canadians weren't talking nearly as much this time, the, list of the show went way shorter. And resources are available at imacoconut.com. That's I M A. Neither confirming or denying such a statement. Erica says, What am I going to do for the next four hours? 2008 by D. Bruce Moore and Greg Sheeler. The new Coco Talk theme song is copyright 2020 by D. Bruce Moore. Both are mixed. Yeah, what even blows is I won't have the team speak your regulars for tonight either. Go forever. Uh. Uh.
I was looking forward to doing game one next Thursday. I was like, nope. It's like, damn. Oh, well. Sorry I'll about that. Eh. I, think we're, I think we're just switching to the Fridays for the summer. Uh, you know what? That- usually when they end up having on Thursdays is I'm too darn tired anyway. Sloopy thinks that more people will skip going to the bar on Fridays and stay home and play games. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, see how it goes. Yeah, I'll be yeah. on the road right. Friday. We're, so. we're back. You know what? I think with this uh, update of um, uh, Stevie's here that uh, during the outro, um, our conversation went out over the air. Oh, did it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I never say anything important. Whoopsie, toasty. So I may have to fix that. You just may? Yeah, may. May have to fix that. Well, so, uh, so we've been ignoring the uh, chat this whole time, uh, which is probably why it's also real shorter. But uh, um, yeah, what was the one we we're going to mention? Um, Glenside Newsletter is coming soon. Okay. Salvador's gathering Eddie? stuff up. I should write something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to let you know. Yeah. If you uh, are wanting to do something with the newsletter, uh, Grant B, B is in uh, Bravo, not not me. <laughs> just reach out to him and you can uh, definitely get something added in the newsletter. Yeah. He's on the main Discord. Correct. So just send him a message. Okay. Um, anything else? Hit the button, Francis. Press the button, Frank. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.